When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did I just carry the six and then add that? Oh, God, there's the insurance. I got to add that in there. That, 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 that's crazy. Are you doing your own taxes? I told you I need that report on my desk by the end of the day, and you're doing your own. Shop that out to the accountants. Oh, this, 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 I'm, I'm overwhelmed, all this adulting stuff. We, we got to do something about this. Oh, I got an idea. I, I, got, I got an idea. What are you thinking? Just forget about all our adult responsibilities and act like children again? That's right! What the the what the the What's that? Listen, kids, do you hear that sound? Oh my God, yes. It's the ice cream truck for your mind, your body, and your soul. That is the Grolic Saves the World. My name's Adam Caton Holland. My name is Ben Roy. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Orvidal. And this is the podcast where we better the world around us by bettering ourselves through passive-aggressive challenges. What don't you like? You already I just, are critiquing. I think the image of an ice cream truck and that psychotic MIDI music, it just... It's always a little bit frightening. It, it feels like someone's no. going to get murdered or du- no, abducted or something. Childlike, it's innocent. Get a get a bomb pop. Get an ice cream sandwich. You guys feed feed yourselves. Have some ice cream. I, I, I'd rather go to a convenience store, or perhaps maybe an actual ice cream store. You know, not a modified postal vehicle piloted by a pedophile. <laughs> Can I just tell you how much you revealed about your white trashness that your first your first option I'd rather go to a convenience store for ice cream is what Ben said. Like like there's not what? ice cream shops. Your your go to hey, yeah, let me tell the, you something. Your go to seventy five cents. It's the same ice cream. Listen, J and S oil in Manchester, Maine had a nice mm-hmm. Ice cream selection. I'm not saying it was it was freaking uh, the Swan's truck or nothing fancy like that. But, but who was, is this guy? Who is this guy who's picking his nose and talking hey, in this voice? I'm not voice. saying it's anything like fucking serious <laughs> like that. Fucking, but I like to go to a 7-Eleven to get an ice cream. It's not a fucking friendlies. I'll tell you that. It's not a fucking friendlies. It's is not it? a fucking friendlies. But you know what? 7-Eleven had the big cookie with ice cream in it. And oh man, did I love those. The Toll House like the big toll okay. house. Uh, we can't. This uh, is this is save cookies. it for Act <laughs> Four. Save it for. I act can't four. even eat almonds. And so now you're talking about the Seven Eleven ice cream cookie. <laughs> I could back then before I destroyed my guts taking low grade antibiotics. I'm starting to get some clues. I'm starting to get some clues to this cold case. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pun. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought the pun was well placed. Yeah, Andrew, I think the calls the calls were coming from inside the house the whole time, weren't they? On a 7-Eleven ice cream. <laughs> okay, guys. So what in the fuck are we doing on this fucking episode? I have What's happening? Got, I've got a challenge. I've got a challenge. Now, I think Adam comes a, a, with the chow chow. 
Well, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, we've gone through phases. And we've definitely been in an Andrew phase. He's been banging out podcasts. But for a long time, if you will recall, we were in a Katie gives Adam ideas phases. My wife brings oh. me ideas for the podcast. And she she had a great batting In average. fact, at this point, I suspect that all ideas that you bring are coming from Katie, which I'm fine yeah, with. I'm but f- just so I you want know. you to know, I'm okay if you would like to admit that. Can I tell you something? Yeah. It's Katie not would just... like to join the podcast. I'm sure she could use a break from raising the boys. It's if you'd like just... to go inside and take care of your boys, and Katie can come out here Katie. and be on the podcast. It's not just podcast ideas. <laughs> okay, Adam. All the riffs, everything I've ever said on this podcast is because I do a dry run with Katie before I even get on. And we set up... We set oh. up two fi- figurines to, to simulate all you guys. And Katie walks me through it, tells me what to say. So everything that I brought has been Katie approved. But I haven't What's my really... figurine? What's wow. my figurine? You've got to tell me who is my avatar in my stead. Well, we went to Sears and we said, what's the biggest mannequin you got? And they pulled out this like XXL mannequin. That's a Ben one. Andrew, we got to cut out Garfield from uh, from a comic book store. Hell That's yeah, the that, Andrew one. That's my vibe. And then Ron is just a set of Ooh. eyes that we put on the wall. Just two eyes on the wall watching uh, uh, us. Uh, oh. <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. spot on. Well, what challenge, what challenge does Katie have for well, us? What I was going to say is that I haven't let Katie, I haven't let her have a challenge in a long time because when she gave those challenge suggestions back in the day, we were a small mom and pop podcast and we're huge now. And she keeps coming at me with challenges and I say, well, are you a Patreon member? And she says, no. <laughs> I, I think that's fair. Yeah. And then I that's say, well, then question. don't yeah. then don't even <laughs> come with suggestions because we only accept them from people that kind of pay to support us a little bit. So she, she joined at the Ben level. And uh, she, the challenge she came with was that we should spend some time with our inner child, was what she said. And she had a specific kind of way to do that. And uh, the way that she proposed it is she's like, why don't you guys each go and think about Something that you loved when you were a kid, a hobby, something that you were very fond of that you haven't touched in decades, something that made you My happy dick. as a kid. <laughs> I did it. I waited so long, guys. That's like a new record before I mentioned. No dick one even what? What kind of a riff was that? Well, no one said even believes that, that you were fond of in childhood that you haven't touched in a decade. And yeah. I said, no, and I, I know, said, I know. Boom, my dick. Guys, I waited so long. That's the longest I've waited. Anyway, but the logic, the logic that you continue. haven't touched your dick in decades is like I yeah. don't accept the yeah, logic. Yeah. I of assume the you're fondling yourself every episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, where's your right? Where's your right hand right it now? It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Comedy is based on half truths, and uh, and so everybody knows that. You, Adam, you know that. I do. Uh, okay, I do. Now, anyway. Katie didn't go into this dick territory that Ben uh, Ben's bringing up. Although we did prep for it, but I kind of hoped in the prep that you wouldn't go there. But here we are. So I have things to say, and I'm disregarding them. Her example was like, say you, then this is something I did that I'm not going to do for this episode, but like I loved comic books as a kid. I read them religiously. I, I And not even cool comic books, the ones you read in like the newspaper, like we've talked about often. You like, liked Archie, you told I me. I liked Archie. I liked Calvin and Hobbes. I liked comic strips. I liked dumb comics, not like cool X-Men and shit. I like those. So, th- so that would be a good thing that I could do in this challenge. I could go spend some time, maybe find those books or go to a bookstore and read some of them, spend some time in that area that I loved when I was a kid. And I think it's important okay. to sort of like right. feed that inner child a little bit to remember you're not just a curmudgeonly 40-something-year-old dad. 
you're a guy that you're you are the kid that grew up to be you. Uh, let me pose a question here. Uh, mm. What what were to happen if one say <laughs> grew up in a very very rural area and one's options of what to do in one's environment were very limited? Uh, you if know, you're so asking, I, can you and a- your friends tromp the woods looking for yet another dead body? Yes, you can. If you can get okay. your that's find a toad, to bring it home, and you're back. <laughs> pocket well i gotta say adam slash katie uh this challenge i mean new patreon member katie new patreon thank you uh i mean not to brag but i kind of i'm already living my life pretty yeah. in, in indulgently of my inner child <laughs> no one who's ever spent a day around me is like that guy's neglecting his inner child if anything they're like is he ever gonna let the adult steer the car jesus christ like yeah, i have all over the fucking road <laughs> Yeah, loosen your tie, Andrew. I have so many (laughs) interests. I I still read comic books. I trade and collect and play Magic the Gathering. I play Dungeons and Dragons. I play video games. I have a lot of interests. I have a Lego collection. So if anything, this challenge will be finding something uh, that I I don't already do. I relate. To what Andrew is saying, because like I'm the same way. I mean, I I uh, what did I do when I was a teenager? I got real high a lot, and I'm kind of back into that for a while. Played music, uh, and I played in my band. Yeah, so I'll dig yeah. deep. I'll find something that I used to do. Maybe I'll uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll go bother my mom. Like uh, you know, do something that pisses my mother off. Go bother my mom. Well, that's why I do want <laughs> like, you guys uh, to dig deep because I I agree, Andrew. You you live your life that way and I actually admire it it's great but I'm sure there's hobbies there's things that you tried on for a little I bit I think there will like, be some stuff yeah. this will be a good chance for some reflection okay yeah. if All you right. want we can, I like it. I like we can this flip challenge. the script and Andrew can have a sub chow of, of like do your taxes this year <laughs> Oh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Andrew, why don't you pay a bill once in your life? <laughs> I really like this challenge. It's kind of fortuitous we're doing this because, as I've talked about over the last six or seven months that I've been going to therapy and kind of dealing with a lot of shit from my childhood, and part of it is, to me, reframing it like as not all negative because it wasn't. Like, I had a lot of good times, and there was a, there were a lot of activities that I did that were actually healthy, so... Uh, finding one of those and kind of getting back to that. I think that this is a really great challenge and I'm being earnest on that. Well, fuck yeah. I'm glad this can dovetail with, with therapy that you're doing currently and maybe help out in that in that exact regard, so that rules. Yeah, so yeah, yeah those I like are the per- that. that's it. I think we surprise each all other. Right. Don't let's not text each other all week about what we're doing and how we're enjoying it. Let's just come back in the second act and be like, here's what I did because I'm genuinely curious to see. Well, I've got some ideas because Katie and I've been talking about it since she joined Patreon. And I've got a few things I want to do, <laughs> but I'm curious to see what you guys come up with. So this will be great. We'll do All it. Right. We'll do All it. right. Let's get into it. Well, Let's you, do you, it. Know, uh, you know, the best way to nurture an inner child, laughter, mm. a little oh. chuckle, chuckle, right? Yes. And we do that the best out of anybody that's ever done it. That's ever done it. We're doing it the best. According to Johnny H., Adam's dad, we're the best that has ever done it. We're the best comedians in the history of comedy, according to my dad. Exactly. Can I pay your dad a rental fee to come to other events I do just to kind of offer that that level of support? That's expensive. That's pricey. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He'd probably charge me his lawyer fee. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we do have an amazing show that we talk about all the time, the last Saturday of every month at the now world famous 
Paris Bug Theater. Tickets are on sale already for for this month's show. You can get them by clicking uh, the link in the show notes. And why don't we uh, listen to one uh, from a very close friend of ours and a recent guest on our live show. Holy shit, do we love this dude. Sweetest man on the planet. Everybody, please enjoy Derek Sheen. And when we return, oh my God, we're going to be kids. We're going to be strolling about our little towns, our little neighborhoods, getting into trouble and yucking it up and feeling connected to our youth. So why don't you stay, stay, stay tuned. Perfect. Yet another swish. I went, okay, so last week, this is very recent. I went swimming because I'm, I, I live, I moved close to a lake. And I want to go to the lake all the time. I, I grew up on a lake. I want to go out in the lake. And, and I went swimming in the lake. And I got out about 400 feet. And then I just, I just treaded water. I just wanted to relax and, and take in some sun, get a little vitamin D. And, 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 uh, and I'm just feeling, uh, I'm just, I'm relaxing. And then I see this older woman. She wakes up from her sun tanning, sees me, gets up and just starts fucking swimming at me. <laughs> And, and I'm still just treading water. And she, she blocks my way back to the beach by also just treading water. And I, can't, I don't want to leave because I don't want to be rude. And then she starts talking to me. And, and she goes, oh, it's cold out here. And I was like, yeah, it gets colder you know, the closer you get to the middle of the lake. Well, I read that you should do a cold plunge at least twice a week at our age. <laughs> It raises your dopamine levels. It keeps you young. You should also do intermittent fasting at least once a week. Okay. Do you have kids? I said, uh, no, no, I'm 53. I managed to dodge that bullet. No kids. And then she said, I chose not to have any myself because this world is not for children. (laughs) And then she continued with, do you read the Bible? (laughs) And I shit you not before she even got another word out. I'm not kidding. A dragonfly the size of an air fryer just appeared out of fucking nowhere and just 9-11 this bitch in the head. Just fucking 9-11 her in the head. She freaked out. She stopped just screaming towards the beach, just swimming frantically. And now I believe in God. And Because uh, what is a dragonfly other than a huge flying cross, right? That's a huge sign. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. He is risen. He is risen. Hey, do you love the Grolic Saves the World, but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. 
I do want to sign up. (laughs) (laughs) We are back through the magic of podcasting. Some time has passed, and we are now children. This is not a podcast (laughs) with three forty-something dad hosts at all. This is a podcast. True magic of podcasting. Children. Heck yeah! This is a child. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm hungry. I'm bored. Why do I have to sit here for so long with headphones and a microphone? Do you guys want anything to drink? I got some soda. I got some purple stuff. I got some Sunny D. Sunny D. D. (laughs) Hell yeah! Yeah, dudes. Yes. Here's a sunny D for the you. The worst orange juice? Yeah. Here's Hell a sunny yeah. D for you. Uh, Enjoy this love ice cream hey, orange can juice. Can I ask you for the perfect thing to accompany with th- this sunny D? The other Should, thing I crave? Yeah, what? A what? big bowl of stovetop oh stuffing. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, yeah. My, I, my mom's, mom's making stovetops. <laughs> no way. Wait, She's wait, making stovetop. What time is your mom making stovetop? I don't know, but let's stagger it so we get three servings of stovetop tonight. I can't eat enough. I cannot eat enough Thanksgiving-style stuffing, even in July. I need it. We go to Ben's house, we go to Andrew's house, and then after that we break into a fucking Kroger and we get more stovetop stuffing. And then we go to a restaurant and we cook it ourselves as kids. Did you ever drink Sunny D? What was that? made out of it was like, disgusting it was just it, ba- it was like more acidic orange juice i don't think there was, was any actual was orange in it. it was thicker and and like then they did feed us stovetop it's like liquid polystyrene and crumbled couch <laughs> cushion like your sofa couch cushion foam seasoned and that's what we're largely made of and they wonder why we're so fucked well we are just we are just products of our times um guys this is the inner child challenge to all our second actors who skipped the first oh yeah <laughs> yeah child, you missed the first inner act. child challenge spending some time with our inner children by by going and exploring activities we used to love and Andrew expressed in the first act that he he really uh, is worried because that's all he does anyway. So I just want to kick it over to Andrew and, and say, Andrew, did you do the challenge? Did you find anything that you liked as a kid that you're not doing already every day? I did do the challenge, but it was it was tougher than I expected. Like I I was like, oh, this is already like so in my wheelhouse. Like I'm just kind of uh, surrounded by childish pursuits. <laughs> All the time. Right. So it was a little tricky. I had to dig a little deep. The first thing that immediately came to mind, I was like, what was my favorite thing when I was a kid? Like, what did I, that I'm not still doing? Like, what, something that just pops out. Something, something that immediately came to mind was a slumber party. A classic slumber party. (laughs) You have a, you have a friend or two over. You get some pizzas. You're gonna get some candy. Oh, you're, buddy! You're gonna go buddy. to the video store, yeah. rent a couple tapes. If you lived in my house, as longtime Grolix listeners know, your parents are gonna take the TV out of the garage and let it warm up <laughs> so you and your friends can watch it. Uh, <laughs> Even after big... knowing that, I still get sad when you say it. I know it's, it's very coming. Sad. <laughs> Did you but, ever do like a? A jolt, get like a jolt cola. Oh and just yeah, get everybody fucking you could jolt at a, a cola. Party. Yeah, and I remember having a slumber party that night. It would be a Friday or Saturday night, whatever it might be. That night was like seventy five hours long. It was so oh, dude. like yes. you'd watch the videos. Uh, you might sneak out into the backyard, get into some kind of like mischief, keep each other awake. 
uh, laughing, doing armpit farts or whatever. Uh, it was like this, like very long, very fun <laughs> night. Uh, and that, so that immediately that came. Finger in the water, finger in the water. Whoever goes to sleep first, come on, man. We never did that one. We know, I guess, because we didn't want to be sleeping next to somebody who you we just made piss the sleeping to piss all bed. over your bed and <laughs> yeah, your couch. Yeah. You're out of your mind, dude. <laughs> I think we tried and it then, once. Now that I remember, I think we tried it, and the person just immediately woke up and was like, "What are you doing?" And we're like, "Uh, nothing." And then the favorite, the favorite part: wait for a few hours till you can't go to sleep, and then call your parents at two a.m. to come pick you up and take you home. They call that the ACH. <laughs> oh no! Did you ever do that? I did that dozens of times to the point where the my parents ACH were like, you can't move. do sleepovers anymore. I was so nervous. Like, oh, it took me a while. That's a, that's a bummer. It was. I had a hard time leaving the I nest. I had some friends like that too. They had they had that issue as well. But yeah. Anyway, um, keep going. You want to do a slumber party? You gave flyers to neighborhood children asking to come to your house. That was the no. <laughs> no. I was like, I'm gonna see if I can pull off an adult slumber party. Uh, you sick, you sick bastard. Uh, an that, adult, <laughs> like a good like luck without platonic blues. adult. Uh, sleepover. Yeah, it was very challenging because right off the bat, I was like, who can I invite over for this? I can't invite any of my friends who have a, a significant other, a partner, because that's an insane thing to ask. Like, hey, would you like to leave your home and the bed you share with your partner and come sleep on my couch while we watch a collection of scary movies? No one's, no one in their right mind's going to do that. So I couldn't ask anyone. Uh, I asked Ben, but he was unavailable. He had shows, and then I had chose the the other night we could have done it so but we but it been agreed it sounded fun it sounded fun i was bummed because i loved sleepovers too we used to rent a nintendo or a sega genesis and we would play video games until our eyes fell out of our fucking head literally you would play video games until you were not enjoying it anymore yeah you're like why am i (laughs) trying this level again your mouth has bleary eyed yeah yeah you can see that, a lot of times, of my dawn. friend was asleep, and I'm still going. Yeah, you know, totally. Like, oh yeah, we'd make it through dawn, drinking, playing some Golden Eye uh, many times. But yeah, unfortunately, it didn't work out with Ben. So the sleepover didn't work out. Unfortunately, the adult platonic sleepover. I haven't given up on the idea. Actually, but, too, and I want to clarify, Andrew's talking about Golden Eye. Not the video game, the actual release of the first James Shut Bond up. movie. Yeah, you yep. <laughs> That's right. They saw that on their parents' projector in 1967. <laughs> it was a, it was a real deal. came out. GoldenEye came out in like the 90s. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the man with the golden gun. That's what I was thinking. That's about. what you must have been thinking. Anyway, I think it's Octopussy. The <laughs> The next thing I tried, uh, we kind of mentioned it in the intro, uh, the ice cream truck. I loved the ice cream truck as a kid. That siren song echoing throughout the neighborhood. You had to kind of triangulate where it was coming from. You'd run out there uh, uh, with your handful of quarters, get get some ice cream. I'd also get razzles. You guys know what razzles are? Oh, It's like, first it's candy, then it's gum. They like only sell it at the ice cream truck or at like a weird candy stores. But Razzles are like yep. their whole shtick is first it's candy, then it's gum. And you start chewing it and you're like, oh, yeah, it's like candy. But then it doesn't disintegrate like food and candy does. It sticks around <laughs> in your mouth and turns into <laughs> gum. It's such Heck a bizarre. Yeah. It's uh, the uranium of, of foods. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it just changes. It becomes a little more problematic. It's like something you'd find at Wonka's factory, like in the shit heap. Like, yeah, that was a bad. That, that was a bad idea. They can't all be. They can't all be winners. Um, the Wonka a lot, shit a lot of them were bad ideas. <laughs> That's a scene that got cut from Willy Wonka yeah. and the Chocolate Factory. Was so like, wow, Charlie visiting it's the candy. Shit but now it's gum and it's not leaving my mouth until I spit it out. So I was like, oh yeah, the, it'd be fun to hit up an ice cream truck. Um, maybe try to, to see what that's like. And I used to have an ice cream truck that would come around the neighborhood, but they gave up, I guess, because my neighborhood is just that boring. So okay. uh, I went to Over the store. Two. They Over sell two. good humor ice cream truck brand treats at the grocery store. So I went to the store. I got the classic Good humor strawberry shortcake bar, probably one of the best things you can get from an ice cream truck. Uh, And then I took it home and I played the ice cream truck jingle, which you can play while I ate it. It is the creepiest experience possible. (laughs) I filmed it. Psychotic. I filmed it, and I'll absolutely psychotic. I have the the video clip. It is chilling. That song, that song when not played outdoors in the truck, is one of. When most- played outdoors, <laughs> it's psychotic sounding. That's what I was saying at the beginning. <laughs> it's got like it's, a clown, killer clown kind it's of feel. To insane. It. So uh, that didn't work. You can't recreate wow, the magic. Andrew, that's a new new low in that old Lakewood cabin. You know, you find them all of it. Just a man eating ice cream, listening to the song on his computer. Yeah, it, uh, creepy. It was creepy. You can't you can't fake the magic of the ice cream truck. It turns out. Um, the next thing I tried to do was fireworks. This is where when we're recording this, it's fireworks season in my neighborhood. Hey, fireworks season starts in May and runs until October. So yep. Uh, it was fireworks time. Uh, I loved fireworks as a kid. Oh my gosh. Me and my friends, whenever we could get our greasy little paws on fireworks, fireworks were like, I mean, they weren't just fun. They were like a commodity. You could trade a firework for like some cool shit. I remember that was, uh, some, some serious currency, uh, back then. And so I was at a a party last Friday and people had fireworks. Wait, Andrew, I have to stop you just because knowing your Pat, you ever kept a friend of yours? ever blow a finger off you ever see anything like this did you ever see a serious they never did but you accident? know what my friend loved doing he loved to put fireworks on his uh classic star wars figures and destroy them looking back he probably <laughs> he probably destroyed thousands of dollars <laughs> worth of star wars figures in today's market i'm sure oh, he regrets I mean, yeah that'd be like um, he was just out there blowing up bitcoin vouchers yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to set these Bitcoins on. Yeah. That, that shit's worth an insane amount of money. He he wrecked a lot what of toys asshole. with fireworks. Uh, but no, I never saw anybody okay. get ask. hurt. I had friends that would shoot bottle rockets at me. Do you? I I could picture Ben oh, doing this to people. Bottle rocket wars were the shit. I did that. Yeah. Oh, I did that. I hated it. I hated that. I loved it. Um, my, I, yeah, this reveals my truly waspy background. But a lot of guys I hung around with had lacrosse sticks. So you take the head off of one of those sticks and just use that stick to shoot bottle rockets like a like a fucking shotgun. That's a real good tool. Wow. Yeah, that definitely. A, <laughs> Adam, wait, uh, just heightened did you, the assholery of it. So, did your parents have to take the TV out of the garage to warm it up? Stop it. Adam, <laughs> what about you, Adam? Because mine didn't. No, it was just it was just plugged into the wall. Just there. Oh, lame. There watch. I feel bad right in the for family you. Room. <laughs> All right. Anyway, oh, you let yours live inside? We had one of those outdoor TVs. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, keep going. So I was at this party on Friday, and people had fireworks. Uh, we're talking about recreational-style small fireworks, and, and they were going to go out and light them off. Normally, I'd be like, I have zero interest in this. But I was like, I love fireworks as a kid. Maybe, maybe there's something cool about this. So I went outside with them. We went a little bit down the street. And they were lighting them off. And they were so fucking lame. Like, recreational small-time fireworks are such a, A, lame, and B, like, selfish form of entertainment. It was so... It's like everyone in the neighborhood was so pissed. This guy came outside and he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, seriously, knock it off. Stop it. It's just like this weirdly indulgent thing. Like, I don't give a shit if like the 200 people and animals around here hate this. I need to hear my bang bangs and pop pops. This is the most dad take ever. It was so lame. We're embracing (laughs) our child. I know, but I'm saying I can't. Now that I'm old, I I couldn't see fireworks in that way anymore. I still love a pro fireworks show. Hell yeah. A pro fireworks show is awesome. It's such a a cool, like universally appreciated form of entertainment. But that like rinky dink backyard fireworks shit is just lame now. And I couldn't get on board. I couldn't absorb it uh, in in my in my child self. I ended up. I just went back inside. I was like, I don't even want to light any off. So finally, I I I looked back. Oh, there's another there's another option. Okay, there's great. another thing. I was really trying to do the challenge, and I was striking out You're with these crushing things. Crushing it, buddy. You're crushing it, and all of your attempts are taking me right back to childhood as well. So, so I enjoy this. What was what was your next one? I wanted to get a pack of baseball cards. Baseball cards were something I was really into as a kid, and then I fell out of them. Although I rekindled my love for baseball, I did not ever get back into baseball cards. So I wanted to get a pack of baseball cards. I could not find them anywhere. I ended up finding like a box of baseball cards. I was like, I don't want a box. I want like a pack. I want the magic of opening one single pack and and checking it out. Uh, But I couldn't find it anywhere. But I was remembering growing up, I had a bunch of baseball cards. And as we have uh, already established, didn't have access to a lot of TV. So I did not get to watch any baseball. What kinds of uh, we talking didn't have a pro Honus, team. Honus Wagner, Ty Cobb. Stop it. Luke yeah, Stop it. And Walter Johnson. Matthewson. <laughs> You're going we, too far back. He was a Joe DiMaggio fan. Everybody This is in the that. 80s. We had a minor league team. We had the Denver Zephyrs minor league baseball team. We did not have a pro team. And... I had a robust baseball card collection, and somehow, I don't know how this came to be, but my favorite team was the San Francisco Giants. I I do not remember how or why. I probably saw someone I thought looked cool wearing, like, a San Francisco Giants t-shirt, and I was like, that's my team. Uh, However, like, a little kid finds their favorite team, I have no idea. Right. Uh, And my favorite player was Will Clark, probably because he was, like, the best card that I opened first. Again, I don't know. But what I knew about him, I was like, this guy rules. He's my favorite player. Uh, Um, And I was the only person I knew who he was my favorite player. And so I had a a big collection of Will Clark cards. I I had a ton of those 80s uh, San Francisco Giants players in their cards. And I would sit there and I would set them all up at their positions and kind of imagine them playing the game. Because I didn't have I didn't have TV, let alone cable TV, to ever be able to watch a San Francisco Giants game. So I would just kind of live live it out with the stats on the back of the card and the things that I knew off the card, setting them up in the diamond formation and 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 living that out. And I realized during this challenge, I was like, I've still never seen that 80s San Francisco Giants team play to this day. And so I Googled, how can I, you know, watch this, the 80s, this classic 
uh, San Francisco Giants you play. And I found a YouTube channel called MLB Vault that shows full-length classic MLB games. And I got to go back and watch the 1989 NLCS between the San Francisco Giants and the Chicago Cubs in its entirety and see all of these players who I knew as a little kid I'd never seen. I'd never seen them actually play. And I got to see them all playing. They stomped the Cubs in that first game. My favorite player, Will Clark, went four for four. Uh, it was four so cool, and I'd never Will, thought to Will Clark do that. Was a was a looking at it online here is a con- career three hundred hitter. It was great, dude. I love that, Andrew. I love that. You got to watch a classic baseball game. So it was super cool to see all of those players in action in that way, and it definitely like. My inner child was definitely very stoked to after that super cool way, like the guys you remember, but didn't actually see them play. And then now these like these uh, folk heroes of your memory are like you finally now got to watch them play. That's pretty fucking cool. It's a beautiful thing about baseball because I was going to make a joke that like that's it's funny. You went looking for your inner child and did the most old man shit ever and watch a <laughs> baseball game from three decades ago. But that's baseball, dude. That's just yeah. like all the old men watching baseball are, are just feeding their inner child every time they go. It was also incredibly nostalgic just to watch that because it's the actual like sports cast. So like the Chirons and uh, the announcer voices, everything was like just had that very kind of like 80s, 90s uh, retro feel to yeah, it. Yeah, you get the guy who called the game like, <laughs> this yeah and that was it up will uh will clark up at the bat right now he's got three for four so it was it was it was very fun and my inner child was delighted dude i gotta i gotta take it now i have to take the ball here to mine because i think yes i think andrew i hogged it no no, that was great no it's more that i think you and i should have hung out as kids because the first place i went to was baseball cards because i collected them religiously with my dad he got into it we'd go to baseball card shows there'd be like these weird things in hotel conference rooms. what was the best baseball card you ever pulled i got it i don't mean to sidetrack us i want like out of a pack randomly most valuable baseball card you ever pulled you mean not from a pack yeah like it was a random i yeah. didn't go to a show and purchase okay uh i remember when michael jordan retired for two years to play baseball right. to play baseball in the cubs right. organization there was an upper deck jordan baseball card. It was a White Sox, right? He was in the White Sox. Yes. Yeah, he was a White Sox. He was a White Sox. That's right. And there was an upper deck card and it was like the Michael Jordan baseball card. At the time, it was like 50 bucks or something out of a dollar pack. And I pulled that Jordan out of a pack, like walked to 7-Eleven, opened it on the curb right outside. And I was like, I got the ah, fucking Michael ah, Jordan. Ah. All my friends were freaking out. It was, so that was probably my biggest And then he pull. played. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't have the uh, sense to flip that real quick. I got out of a pack a Nolan Ryan error card. Oh, nice. I love Nolan Ryan. Pretty, he was great. It had a weird like black bar yeah. error on the back yeah. where the stats yep. were. So, so I loved baseball cards too. So there was a place in Denver, if you, if you live here, maybe you went there, Andrew. It's called Bill's Sports Collectibles. Oh, yeah. I went to Bill's and all it is the just time. just your classic sports memorabilia shop. I haven't been in years. I, are you sure that's still there? Buddy, I am positive because I went there the other day. What? My oh. inner child. And it was just your classic. Amazing, dude. Dusty old card shop. But they have so much cool shit. I went to the back poster section, Andrew, and it was exactly what you're talking about. It was just like, here's a poster with the 80s graphic of, 
Nolan Ryan. Here's a Reggie Jackson poster. Here's like a Gary Palmer for the Mets poster. Just all these old icons. But this is, I just love this podcast because I'm looking through cards of like all the favorite eras. And Andrew recently sent me a video of Will Clark. And he's like, check out this boring ass interview from my childhood hero, Will Clark. And I thought it was great, the little clip that Andrew sent me. So I'm looking around and I start stumbling upon some cards. And I think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get my friend Andrew a Will Clark rookie card. What? Oh, my God. Dude, that is so cool. How did you know that? Because Andrew and I were just texting about Will Clark. And I was just like, well, fuck, Andrew loved Will Clark. It's $1.50. This is a oh 1986 Tops. That is and I remember, so cool. I remember this card. We'll check, and then I was like, well, it's right next to it. Here's a 1987. <gasps> I, had Will Clark. I had that one. I had that one. Yeah, with like the kind of like wooden yeah. border. It oh looks my like, gosh. Uh, yeah, 87 Tops. So, Andrew, we're, we're fucking, here you go, bud. Two. I'm on Will my Clark way over cards. right now. That's amazing. This that's cost amazing. Me, this cost me four dollars but yeah, man, I can't. That's I hilarious that that's how much those are. Like, if you would, if you would ask me, I'd be like, it's probably a five hundred dollar card. That's how little I know about how cards have aged. Well, there's that. There's an amazing documentary about how you know tops and upper deck. They basically destroyed their own industry, you know, by flooding the market with rare cards. I watched a guy come in and try to unload a bunch of his. He's like, I collected cards and I'm ready to unload some. And the guy's like, what era? And he's like, well, I grew up in the 80s, 90s. He goes, not interested. He's like, we'll we'll buy 50s, 60s, 70s. And then he starts explaining to this guy, like, there was too many cards, blah, blah, blah. We got so many. But I also remembered he was this guy at the store was such an asshole in the in the Simpsons comic book store nerd way, like <laughs> how could you ever even think? And the guy's just like, I just have these yeah, cards that I loved. Yeah, right. And, it was just, and I was reminded vibe. of that too. Like that's that's a type. That is an absolute type of person. And even that made me nostalgic. I was like, oh, I remember these assholes <laughs> who were like mad at me because I don't know Warren Spahn's ERA in 1967. Like they just yeah. these nerds that lord their knowledge over everyone. But anyway, it was fun to just go mire myself in all of that. And Bills has a lot of like nugget stuff out that's all championships, so I got to do that. And it, it was great. And I most importantly, I got to get my buddy some Will Clark baseball cards that he's that that's he's amazing. Man, that rules. That makes me so happy because I was like, I am so sad. I I don't know what happened to my card collection. I'm sure my mom gave it to Goodwill or something. But I was remembering all the cards I had, and uh, that's that's awesome that you that you got this. Yeah, you should go to Bills. It'll delight you. It was a it was a fun hour, just walking around this comp, this card store, taking it all in. And it's not just cards; they got all sorts of old weird shit, old Denver Zephyrs pennants, old Denver Bears pennants, and it's just like a whole another memorabilia world over there that was. Very fun to spend some time in. That's amazing. Hell yeah. So yeah, well, Ben, it's, it's your it's your turn. Andrew and I Well, I did the challenge and I growing up, I guess, was more concerned with being cool, uh, with doing cool shit, uh, <laughs> with meeting girls, uh, things like that. So Lame. I didn't collect You know the girls like baseball go- cards, dude? <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. No, I collected a lot of baseball cards. As a kid of the like 80s and 90s and Andrew in the 60s, 
you God, that stop. was like that, <laughs> that was like the thing you Andrew's did. a big Harmon Killebrew, <laughs> Reggie Jackson, Rod Carew. Yeah. That's Andrew's wheelhouse. Yep. Uh but for me, um there wasn't a lot to do. I I mean, we did play in the woods a lot. I used to go like hunting for crayfish and frogs. You remember when you tricked your neighbor into painting your fence? <laughs> Stop, dude. Stop it. No, it, uh, I was watching. Remember the and you went on the that TV raft with party, that guy. What was party? What was down? that dude's name? You went on that raft. Stop with? it. <laughs> do you remember the the show Party Down? Oh hell yeah, I, do. I love that show. I do. Yeah, there's a great line. There's the my favorite episode is the one where he caters his own high school reunion, and he's talking to his. To, to the girl that he's like in love with. And he says, oh, yeah, I remember being a kid. I was going to catch more frogs than anyone in the world. <laughs> and I remember that line kills me because like there weren't enough frogs for me to catch. Uh, and like I loved catching turtles, salamanders, frogs. I would do that all the time, even by myself. But it's very hard to do in the middle of a large city. Yeah. Denver not known for its frogs. So anyway, <laughs> from the time I would say I was 10 years old, uh, though, that I could do anywhere I was and became my ultimate obsession was skateboarding. I, I skated in a group with friends. I would skate alone and I skateboarded a lot alone. And if I got in a fight with my parents or I was just unhappy about something, I grabbed my skateboard and I skated. And I did that probably into my 20s. It was a way to like blow off steam and it was totally healthy. It was like this thing that was athletic. Uh, it really wasn't bothering anybody most of the time. There was all that you know, skateboarding is not a crime and being kicked out of stuff. But for the most part, we knew spots where I just wouldn't be bothered. Um, and I remember late at night when I got my license and I had my first job and I had a car, I had my skateboard and my shoes in the trunk and I would just like get off work at six. I would skate by myself sometimes till two or three in the morning Wow! and then go home and go. It was like this spiritual thing for me to do. And so I, I, I still have a skateboard. I haven't skateboarded in years. So I grabbed my skateboard and I went over to, uh, to Park Hill Elementary School because it's got some pretty rad spots there. A couple little low curbs that I can still ollie up and down off of. There's a couple <laughs> little waxed curbs that I'm able to get onto with a nose slide or something. And I skated around and it is so hard because I don't get the same enjoyment out of it anymore. No? I find that as I've aged, I'm afraid of falling. Like I'm yeah. legitimately afraid break of hip, breaking dude. my fucking wrists. <laughs> I'm not even worried about my hip. I fall a lot in jujitsu. I'm worried about landing on my hands and my wrists and things like that. Like falling back and landing on my elbow. Dude, you should skateboard and, with those rollerblading wrist guards. How cool would that? I mean, look? a lot. I see a lot of older dudes who still skate, and they're much more padded up. But to me, it's it affects mobility. It's hard to move as easily. It doesn't feel as free. I didn't enjoy the activity, but God, it like brought back a rush of memories because I did this alone. I went by myself and it brought back memories of being alone. Like loneliness was like this pervasive thing growing up in a small town and especially where at in the 90s, like the late 80s and early 90s, skateboarding was not popular. It was not cool. And especially in a rural environment, we were called all names that everybody remembers uh, of skaters. And 
so it was, uh, but I did get these rushes of it. Then I got stoned as I do. That's just a normal daily thing. But then I was like, I'm going to watch a movie or a couple movies from that time while I'm high. So I popped in the movie. Uh, well, I didn't pop it in. I got it off YouTube. It is there. Anybody who's listening, it's free right now on YouTube. I don't, until they take it down. Rad. Do you oh remember my God. The movie? I loved rad. Rad. I mm-hmm. watched rad all the way through about crew Jones and his want to be a professional BMX rider. And they build hell track in his town. And the paper boy becomes a superstar and uh, it's <laughs> so fucking that. rad. And then I went and watched Thrashing, which not many people remember the movie Thrashing with Josh Brolin. It was a skateboarding movie about the daggers. I don't know if I ever saw that one. <laughs> oh my God, it is so fucking good. Red Hot Chili Peppers are in it before anybody knew they were. They were like this funk skate band playing at a skate party. And the daggers are like the badass dudes with earrings with like daggers. It was so rad. And that brought me back. I I watched it and I was like, I know that they're trying to get me to want to be Josh Brolin and the surfer like good skaters, but I want to be a dagger. And I realized I still want to be a dagger. You should go get a dangly dagger earring. Do it. I totally would. It. And they like they were like in the tattoos and cool cutoff jean vests and they fucking they love to party hard. They partied hard and I was like, the daggers are the shit. <laughs> and then even in the movie Rad, that movie's fucked up. Like if anybody goes back and watches that movie, I mean, they just sort of intimate that the like twin brothers are like double teaming this hot like fucking model girl in it. They're like high school kids. And uh, oh, 80, 80s movies problematic sexually. I've yeah, never yeah. Weird. Oh, the women were not hmm. fully fleshed out characters at all. Hmm. Um, they were vessels for, for but um, yeah, so I did that and it totally brought me back. But the, the more profound thing was like, oh, fuck, there's like when you're sitting alone still skating, there's still like that, there's like that feeling that would come from it. I just listened to tunes. I had my earbuds in and pushed around and skated for probably an hour and a half or two hours. I don't think I can relate because I didn't skate as much as you. I did a little bit, but like it wasn't a passion. But the a bike, a bike was freedom. A bicycle was like I can get out, go anywhere, and I can still capture that if I'm if I can if I'm biking at night. Sometimes just riding your bicycle at night in the summer, especially. You're just like, oh, yeah, there's a whole world out here to explore and see it from a different vantage point than like your car or walking. It's just it's nice to get in that headspace. Oh, I challenge anybody who goes out on a bike at night like that or if you're by yourself just on a road before you know it, you're like there's like a, a couple blocks and then you're like pop a wheelie like a tiny one. You're like wheelie, you know, and you start doing shit like that. Wheelie. Yeah, I get wheelie. Oh, I'm up on the curb. I dropped off the curb like cool shit like that where I, I like that. I used to love doing that. I wasn't as big in the biking i mean i have a big tattoo of a skateboard under my arm i i I think there are very few things in my life that influenced me more than skateboarding that's what got me into punk rock that's what got me and it was it's still a style of dress i still wear vans clothing like their shoes and stuff It, it, it influenced everything music taste friend group so yeah well dude that rules but i don't have the same passion for it well you know it's in a way it's like uh andrew eating ice cream alone in his house listening to the ice cream truck song it's just not <laughs> yeah exact same. terrifying it's not the as ex- 
exact same thing. It's not as sad. It's not as sad somehow, but mm. um, and or serial killery. The thing is, is that I've recently got back into snowboarding. So which gnar, was the super gnar, super gnar. Basically, Colorado skateboarding <laughs> and snowboarding was the thing I switched passions to, and I did alone or whatever. And I still love snowboarding. I still get that high from it, but I don't get it from skateboarding. It kind of made me sad. It made me a little sad. Mm. Some things, some things you grow out of. It's it's normal. Also, visiting your inner child and and like spending some time there kind of does make you sad. But it's in that beautiful nostalgia, sad. Yeah, and I don't I don't mind existing in that space for a, a little while. And as frustrating as some of those things were, and like some of the things that uh, you know like happened when I was younger, skateboarding and music like playing shows, those were bright spots. They were, they were like things that I did that were healthy for myself and outlets. So yeah, it's super cool going back to that. A little bit of a bummer, but I mean, yeah, you outgrow that shit. And you ride motorcycles, which is like adult skateboarding. So still yeah. <laughs> foolishly dangerous. So don't worry. You're still, you still got yeah, it. Yeah, I'm you still, still doing it. it. And Rad still slaps everybody. If you're listening, go find the movie Rad. Crew Jones is his name and Rad is his way of life. Oh, it's so good. Get I remember uh, speaking of Rad in fifth grade, in fifth grade, we had a school carnival and these kids set up a little movie theater and they showed the movie Rad in it. Uh, and for one ticket, you got to go in for five minutes and see five minutes of the movie Rad. <laughs> and so people. What, where the fuck did you grow up? <laughs> yeah, what, what is happening? To you, dude? you didn't have I'm, a school carnival? You didn't have a. No, not where I was. Could pay for five minutes of a movie. <laughs> preview of a fucking movie that shouldn't. Have, why would you pay that? Your I don't know, but I used a lot of sucked, tickets. I, I was in there for a chunk of time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. By the end of it, you're I'm paying gonna... what? It's $130 to see <laughs> yeah. the movie Rat. <laughs> Mom, please. I got to see the ending. <laughs> he wins. Jesus Christ. I'm going to come right oh out and say God. I think this was a very good challenge. I think uh, we should all thank Katie for joining Patreon so she could be allowed to uh, propose challenges again. Katie, another slam dunk. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. And, and But just in all honesty, I loved seeing what you guys came up with. And I enjoyed spending time here. I, so I'll, I'll lead it off. Is this challenge good for the world? Will you do this challenge again? I think uh, in terms of good for the world, spending some time inside of yourself and remembering that child that you once were is always good for the world. You should be in touch with your inner child somewhat. It's a nice thing. It's, it makes you a more balanced person. And I will definitely do this again. I think, you know, we all kind of do this more often than not in things we pursue. I, I, I went and saw Blink-182 recently with my wife, and it was just like, fuck yeah, you feel like a teenager again. Those are kind of healthy ways to explore it. So I think I'll always be looking for these. And if you can carve out an afternoon to do something that your inner child would like, then then go for it. Bro, if you went with K I'm going to tell you, bro, if you went with Katie to Blink-182, fucking be careful. That chick has kids, dude. <laughs> nah. She has two kids. We, it's fucking we it's gross. We dude, necked, we necked a little bit. Everybody's we necked in the parking lot a little bit. <laughs> I ain't trying to put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what yeah, about you? Yeah, it was you? a fun challenge. Like I said, I already, I have no regrets about all of my seemingly childish pursuits, but it was fun to dig a little deeper and be like, oh yeah, there's, a, there's some other stuff in there. And I mean, so stoked to have that Will Clark rookie card coming my way. Oh my gosh. Stoked to give it to you, buddy. And Amazing. I'll tell you what, oh, yeah. if you need a hundred more, Bills has them. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was stoked. He's like, holy I shit. Can't I can't believe thought I just moved some Will Clark merch. They didn't even have them out with the other like stars of the 80s. They were. I was like, do you have any Will Clark cards? And they're like, they pulled out a box. They're like, here's the Giants from 86 wow. to 92. And I started flipping through them. Found some Will Clarks. Amazing. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm with Andrew in the sense that I've made a lot of things that I enjoy part of my life. I still obviously love playing music. I still love getting high. I still love, <laughs> I still love snowboarding. I love to snowboard. I will definitely always go back and revisit the things that they say are for the young, because oftentimes those things are the best fucking yeah. things. Like they're the most fun. And I love to play some video games here and there. And I love to fucking uh, see a shit action movie or whatever, or that kind of a thing like that. That's still Dude. or Skinamax. I'll go back yes. and watch some Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> sure. Come on, I'll find some ep- old episodes of Emmanuel. <laughs> Remember the Emmanuel series? <laughs> or USA Up All Night with Ron sure. Shears. That's save what it, I actually save it for did. a slumber party, dude. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, just us with <laughs> hard bone rods and bubble <laughs> bubble guts from your cheap. Ben's pizza. got floppy disks of Leisure Suit Larry, and oh. he's getting in there. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> Leisure I, Suit Larry! I, remember I fucking that. loved that. <laughs> oh god, it took forever for that fucking thing to come to load on the so screen. Gross, of that the generation like, of boys woman. had that, and they're like, "Yeah, let's get in yeah, here." That was let's like your. Some, <laughs> some, it was it was an, it was like an erotic. It was an erotic game, game that, that somehow disc. children got a hold of. <laughs> yeah. Fucking... Oh my god! My my aunt and uncle had it on their computer, and I was like, "Why do they have this?" Because your um, your uncle would but, get your uh, aunt on his lap in that little computer chair, and they'd play it together. That's ugh. What... <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, no, no, no. All right. Not much No, sorry that that got real real. Uh, anyway, but that's what happened. I, I loved this challenge, Adam. It was a fantastic challenge. I, I think this is a great one. I would recommend all of our listeners do this. And anybody listening out there, please uh, let us know. What what were the things you did with the kid? Did you try this challenge? Do it. Tell us what you went back to doing. Uh, what were the things you did to pass the time? and, and wh- Or what would you do if you were going to go back and try to reconnect uh, with your inner child? Uh, we'd love to hear that. Uh, this was a really great one. Uh, and I, I loved I, it. I, I loved it. Thanks, Katie. Uh, genuinely good, good idea. And this I'm, was fun. You know, next time I'm at Andrews and I do want to do a sleepover. <laughs> I was not lying about that, Andrew. I, I, when you asked me, I was like, that's so fucking fun. We should get some pizzas and watch some movies and stay up. Can you imagine late. the we'll Patreon content, the Patreon party. content of you two doing a sleepover? I don't want to come to this, but the <laughs> Patreon content of you two doing <laughs> it. Of us both falling to sleep on the couch at 11 27 p.m <laughs> and then at 2 30 in the morning i call crystal my ex-wife to come and pick me up and bring me home <laughs> you have too much anxiety that's why i don't yeah. want to do it because i'm scared to spend the I night i can't sleep in their bathroom toilet seat is too cold i don't like it i want to come home well thank you adam uh let's let's uh let's cleanse our palates here 
the uh, last Saturday of every month at the world famous Bug Theater, our Grolix Live show happens. You can get your tickets now. As always, the link to do so is down there in the show notes. Uh, let's listen to some live stand-up comedy from our very good friend, uh, Crushing It. Uh, also a fellow fan of some hardcore music. Uh, let's listen to uh, some stand-up from Brandy Posey. And when we return, the best third act in the freaking game. We've got birthday shout-outs. We've got, we're going to tease the next episode's challenge, plus more show. So please stay tuned. God, I can't believe you got him a Baseball Clark, card. That's no dude, kind of dollar fifty. I'm hyped. Hyped. <laughs> uh, here's the thing you can do if you're feeling bad about yourself. You can just add yourself to your high school's notable alumni section on Wikipedia. <laughs> you can just do that. You can just go edit the internet. Severna Park High School has like two state senators, the guitar player from Good Charlotte, and Brandy Posey, podcaster. <laughs> Thank you. You screen cap it, send that to your parents, and you're like, yeah, that's it. That's all I need. I don't know. Um, I'm, uh, I'm in therapy. It's a thing that I think you should do. Uh, if you're, if like, you break your leg, you uh, get somebody to fix that, and you break your head or your heart, you should have somebody help you with that, too. A couple pieces of advice, though. Uh, your therapist won't think you're funny if you refer to yourself as mentally chill. <laughs> that's not... A fun pun. They don't take it seriously. They also don't think it's funny if you refer to your broken childhood as your origin story. <laughs> Apparently you have to be a superhero to have one of those. And if you haven't been bitten by a radioactive spider, it's just baggage. <laughs> Welcome to the third act of the show. The third and best act of this podcast third actors hello nice to see you you don't care but we did an episode where we honored our inner child you're past that however we do have to thank a few people i'd like to thank my wife katie for proposing yes that challenge. thank you katie. very good challenge katie um andrew is not here his inner child kept it going and apparently smoked some cigarettes with some neighborhood kids around the Transformer and blew it up. Yeah, and they blew the Transformer up in his neighborhood. His house is without power right now. Yep. Um, yeah. And uh, that's a risk when you do these challenges. Sometimes you stay in them. And Andrew just stayed honoring his inner child, smoking cigs dangerously. Around I, I the tell you what, though, he's got that cool Skid Row back patch on his jean jacket. And yeah. it looks pretty cool with some electric singe, some electrical charge singeing on there. It's good. I, it's a nice departure from his normal, entirely camouflage wardrobe. Yes, and I like, and I like to see Andrew kind of getting back to his roots a little bit. Unfortunately, he's not here for the third act, but uh, you know, yeah, that's not that terrible of a thing. No, it, no, I, I actually like it. I think it's flowing smoother right now. I feel like we and I think that I'm going to honor that flow and just take over his part and be like, plugs, 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 Boom. plugs, plugs, yeah. plugs, plugs. Yeah. And then new, and hold on a twist that I go, plugs, 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 what you got? Oh, God damn. Will you, will you hit me with that what you got again one more time? Yeah, yeah. Plugs, 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 what you got? God, 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 God. Yeah, there it is. Cool. I like that. I tried to put a little yeah, echo. I, I kept it I noticed subtle. that. I tried to keep I, it Well, this subtle. is a very rough draft of the song, but I mean, it's a template for a producer to go at, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but. 
Uh, yeah, I'd like to, I actually have something to plug. Uh, I've been a broken record about it, but, uh, my new special hyena, uh, is available. Now you can, you can watch it before anybody else can, uh, by, by, uh, going to 800 pound gorilla media. Uh, and if you want, you can donate, uh, you can uh, pay for it now. If you don't, uh, have the money to pay for it. Uh, or you just flat out don't want to just wait August 10th. Uh, it will become available for free on YouTube uh, for streaming. But uh, otherwise, te- but buy it now, buy it now and help support Ben with this effort. It's the it's his first hour special uh, done on, on video. So pay, give show throw him some money and support it. And then uh, then later help people watch it for free. Thanks. Buddy. Now, Ben, is there a hyena on stage with you? Are you taming a hyena? No, no. Are you in an enclosure with hyenas? What's going on in this special? Apparently, they just carry a lot of stuff with them in their saliva. We tried to do it. Very unpredictable animal. I didn't see that coming. I think they're adorable. But yeah, apparently quite erratic. Tough to tame. What about you, Adam? What do you got to plug? Well, I'll be in Los Angeles, which is how I say it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I will mm-hmm. be doing Hot Tub on August 2nd. Which with, is, uh, uh, where with, is that? What what area of Los It's moved to, per- I don't even know. It's moved to a place called Permanent Records Roadhouse, but it's like the best show in LA. Go to Hot Tub if you're in LA August 2nd. I will be performing there. Yeah, and, and if you're and- if you're just missing Andrew right now, you, you, you want to see him, you want to hear him, you want to feel his presence, uh, you can always get tickets as usual to our live show, uh, the Grolix live show that's happening July 29th at the world famous Bug Theater this month. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, our good friend uh, Bobcat, will be joining us. Those tickets are almost gone. So if you have not snatched them, grab one right now before they are completely gone. Yeah. As always, links to everything we mentioned are right down there in the show notes. Get on it. Then let me just take it over because because I always I do a call to action here. Yep. I'm like, leave a review, and then I read one. And I haven't been doing it for a few months because I just trusted that people would keep doing it. And they don't. No. And you can't trust They're people. They're acting like And idiots. that's the lesson there They're is idiots. you cannot trust people. They need the reward. They need their review read. So guess what? If you review it and give us five stars... Chances are I could read your review. <clears throat> For example, so nice you can listen to an episode twice is the name of this review. It's by someone named Pod Perfect. Mm. And they say it's five stars. And they say this is the only podcast that I will listen to episodes more than once. And it says having a bummer day, PSTW. And I didn't understand what they meant. Having a long, boring drive, PSTW. And I think they're trying to say GS. TW Grolic saves the world. However, they just keep calling it PSTW. Struggling through a workout, PSTW. Upset that new episodes only come out every other week, PSTW Patreon. So thank you for the v- review. Uh, we are GSTW. Grolic saves the world. I don't know what you think the P stands Maybe for. Maybe it's Play Saves the World. Play it. Play saves the world. Bang. So putting a little bit of a, an action call in there. I like it. I think it's... Or maybe it's like players. Uh, it could be also Patreon saves the world. Well, that actually is true. Okay. That is a truism. That's proven. So maybe we'll just assume this person was saying Patreon saves the world. So, so yes, review us and join our Patreon, which brings us perfectly, Ben, to the part of the credits where we plug the Patreon. You want to do it? Yes, yes. I would love to. I love talking to our Patreon subscribers. First of all, thanks to everybody who supports us. 
goes new and old. Some people, you may think it's expensive, but you get ad-free episodes and access to our brand new Act 4 for only four dollars that's four for four we're doing the four for four as subway did the six for six we're doing the four for four we beat them by two we're beating subway (laughs) by two okay which is just crazy we're out of our damned minds adam we must be out of our minds to give away this good of content for that little of money but we don't even care we just love our patreon fans so much yeah and if you bump this up to the andrew or the ben level you, you get all that plus things like a welcome video from me exclusive merch stickers and of course our podcast within a podcast boy crazy which honestly i think we could charge 69.95 a month for i couldn't agree more with you and i'll tell you what if you join patreon right now we will give you andrew's location yes we will drop a pin we will drop where andrew is your phone and you can hang out with him smoking cigs with him in the neighborhood boys blowing up transformers also if you join our patreon you also get birthday shout outs this is a big one for us i mean people Mm, are we are the Magianos of the podcast world. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. It's a chow. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't think that's how they do it, but they do say it's a chow at the end of it, and yeah. they drop the dish. Well, yeah. It's a chow. <laughs> it's a chow. Okay, so um we have quite a few uh, July birthdays plus a couple June birthdays we missed. We're gonna lump them all in with the July birthday theme, which is we are going to tell you what it was that you enjoyed doing as a child. In keeping mm-hmm. with this episode, what was one of your favorite childhood pastimes and activities? And Ben, I'm gonna throw it to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle with through the pronunciation, but we want to say happy belated June birthday to Mike Diefenbach. Yeah, I think Diefenbach is a good guess. Okay, what's Diefenbach doing when he was a kid? He liked to collect bees. Amateur mm. bee collector Uh, got stung a lot this was not good for him and uh uh, you know his parents kept telling him but it loved to collect the full hive and he would even go into ground hives you don't see that oh he's ground hiving it that's old school that's sort of turn of the century i like yeah he would dig into the soil to find a ground hive congratulations we we mike happy birthday we hope you get all the bees you want Get all the bees you want. Adam, I think you should take number two, a uh, good friend of the pod, Charlotte Matthews. Uh, Charlotte, happy birthday. Charlotte. Charlotte and their friends would go around on bikes looking for old abandoned houses and just blast the windows with rocks. Just blast oh, out all those windows just, with rocks. Classic Americana, fun. like, okay, where's where's an abandoned house? Where's an abandoned warehouse? Let's fucking break the shit out of those windows and laugh in the uh, summer heat. That's just good fun. I'm with Charlotte on that. That's a favorite of mine too, Charlotte. So don't don't feel guilty. Uh happy birthday. Let's uh, move into the actual July babies. Ben, can I'm gonna I take throw this you, one? Can I'm I take it this your one? way? I'm throwing it your way. Happy birthday to Colin Madden. Colin Madden, drummer extraordinaire, uh plays in a wonderful band called Native Daughters. Great human being. Uh, Colin, not many people know, like to take very rare baseball cards, the most expensive ones uh, that your Colin Mickey can Mantles, find. Your Willie Mazes, your yeah, Duke Snyder, And put them right into the spokes of their BMX. And sure. people would be so upset. I mean, that card's worth like 1500 or $1,800. Colin doesn't care. Likes the thwap. That comes thwap, out thwap, of it. Thwap, you hear Colin yeah, coming before yeah, you see him. The thicker cards, the older cards, get a more motorcycle sound on that spoke. It's Colin the card didn't care. Stock. Yeah, yep. and, and that was what it was for Colin. He didn't care 
about any of that. He was willing to ruin to ruin a, a, a famous baseball card. He wasn't even base. into the sport of the players. He was a stock. He was a yeah, stock uh, enthusiast. Yeah, well, he's a true precautionist. Um, mm. So uh, next up for you, uh, Adam, I'm going to throw this one your way. What, what do you think Stephen Smith got into as a kid? Stephen Smith would just scour scientific magazines for the largest magnifying glass he could get, and then he would burn not just one insect, like collecting insects for weeks on end and then burn them all in a little fire pit outside of his house in the driveway. Wow. And he didn't even hide it. People would call and report him to the police, and they were like, I don't think he's breaking any laws. He would just do this all the time in the driveway, and everyone was creeped out by it. But the, you couldn't wipe the smile off a of little Stephen's face <laughs> burning those insects I like at an it. industrial level. I like it. I like it. Um, ben? Yeah. Old Frank, old Frankie Burns has a July birthday as well. Now, what did Frank or Frankie like to do when they were a kid? Well, it, it's the same uh, as, as it was a lot of old magazines, but would go back to the old Nat Geos and mm -hmm. find as many different photos of breasts as possible. Mm -hmm. Now, this wasn't mm -hmm. sexual. It was not a sexual thing. This was, was purely just for cataloging. Uh, and <laughs> oh, for uh, it was just for cataloging purposes. That's um, even creepier. Yeah, I don't think so. I no. think it, it was, I, I think it was, um, I think it was safety. Uh, for okay. for them, okay. I think it brought a lot of comfort. So, uh, <laughs> happy birthday! That one feels wrong and a little creepy, but it's well, what can you do? Blame blame Frankie, dude. It's not on us. Yeah, um, I I refuse to ever know this person's name. Yeah, this is how they're forever referred to in this podcast. Blunt sleazy. We have a listener uh, named Blunt sleazy. Yeah, what is Blunt Sleazy? Do you, you know this person, though, Adam? And, well, I do, uh, I do. We used to hang out as kids. And what's weird about Blunt Sleazy is, like, we would all be playing Pogs. We love to play Pogs. And Blunt Sleazy hated Pogs. So what they would do is they'd hide around the corner, and they would... They loved interrupting pog games. They loved running through the middle and kicking the pogs everywhere. And it was almost like you're not safe playing pogs because Blunt Sleazy could show up at any time and just stomp on your little pog sesh, kick the pogs into the curb. They go down the gutter. Really just a pog hater. Okay. I like that. I'm kind of with that, too. I didn't understand it. Um, yeah, but I you didn't I, rage against it. You let people do their thing. I Blunt let them Sleazy be yeah, I'm more of a, uh, no. yes, I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, I would say I'm more of a pog libertarian. Like okay. I don't, okay. I may not agree with it. What I you do in your own yard, how yeah. you pog on your properties, your business. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, well, Ben, Ben, this next July birthday, you know, him. I know him. it's Ellen Essex. Uh, oh, no doubt. Uh, and not many people know this about Ellen. Ellen spent most of their childhood uh, trying to break the world pogo record. Oh. Um, it, it, yeah, it, but the pogo, seeing how long the, the, they could stay on a pogo stick okay. consecutively. Okay. Uh, and Ellen made it um, 339 days pogoing. Now, you miss a uh, lot when you dedicate yeah, a whole year to the pogo Eating, stick. everything, caused some, Birthdays, some real holidays. GI damage. Okay. Uh, the bouncing. Yeah. The doctor said that, but but lives with the glory now. Yeah. And, They're and not taking I think that, that title away. No. <laughs> no, you are not. Tell some little, it, you're tell you what, tell some little upstart hits 340, though. So yeah, watch I, your, watch your I don't fucking, think it's happening anytime soon. Back, I can't Ellen. wait to see it, but uh, I think Ellen. Back. 
Yeah, watch your back, Ellen. I'd say I'd say watch your back, but for now, just enjoy it. Heavy as the head that wears the crown. Though. I think we all Indeed. know that. Adam, last one, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lob this one. Big six twelve underhand toss to you, okay. uh, Matt Q. What did Matt Q do as a kid? Like, how did how did they pass the time? Pretty sad, pretty sad upbringing. Matt Q just dragged his wagon around the neighborhood, gathering cans from trash cans and the curb, and then over to the Coin Star and the Kroger parking lot. You know, get pumping them in there, getting as many coins as they could, which they brought back to their family just to put food on the table. It wasn't oh, even; wow. it was just like it wasn't a hobby. This it has got a Charlie Bucket type time, of feel, big to time. It. And and like yeah. hats off to Matt Q for supporting your family that early. And I can still hear the sound of that wagon and and the, the squeak of the wheel. Yeah, I can and, too. and the kind of soft crinkle as a new can was added to the pile of aluminum, and then you could just feel Matt was. And what did have he a say? What did he always say when he found a new can? Adam. Caught another fish. That. Caught another yeah. fish. <laughs> That's what he'd say. He had a good attitude about it. He did. He like. He said, "I got another fish." Everybody look at. He said, "That's well. That's just a that's tall just boy a, of Corona life. It's a can." Yeah. But Matt was making a game out of it, and I just think a lot of kids these days have it so good. And Matt it's, Q. And, and Matt Q really to put a smile on that face during that hardship is just get out a, there, a find those fish again, Matt Q. Yeah, happy the world bir- needs happy you. Happy birthday, it, you happy Matt birthday Q. to everybody on the list. Happy birthday, you June and July babies. All your parents be humping and. August and September. Yeah. Uh, who can blame them? Uh, but thanks to everyone who supports us. You can get your own birthday shout out. Patreon.com, Grolic Saves, uh, slash Grolic Saves. I'm sorry. You can get your own birthday shout out at patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. My face is not working today. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I want to say this a big thanks, as always, uh, to repressed childhood memory Ron Doyle. Yeah. Uh, that, that's one that hits you when you're on the can. Always. You forgot about popping it. Popping up at inappropriate times, you know. Oh, you start remember s- that guy that used to produce our podcast? Oh, yeah. Oh, was this oh God. Yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. You don't even remember them. You feel them. That's what it is. Suddenly, suddenly they're just right behind you. Kind of like Mike Henderson at the live show. When you're just like, he does do that. You're just kind of talking, you're working on your set and all of a sudden Mike Henderson's behind you and you're like, Oh, um, thanks for your help recording the live show. I guess you, you could. Yeah, you know what's funny is I, repressed cool. memories are often not in the words; they're in the actions. Mm. Just like how our theme music is brought to you by the juvenile Charlie Continental, and he's not juvenile because of uh, he's especially childish or anything. It's because he backs that ass up. <clears throat> okay, Ben, does, <clears throat> you know. I want to stand up and applaud that. Yeah, thank you. Adam, he's standing up right now. Can you hear that? He's on his feet. Oh, God, I didn't expect this. Not juvenile because he's a child because he, he backs that ass up. He backs that ass up. I really love um, what you did with that. Adam, what do you think? Next challenge, it's been hot out. Mm-hmm. It is. We are were, we were in the throes of summer. Yep. And I say we take advantage of the summer in this next chow chow. I think we get outside. Let's get outside. Hear me out. Counteroffer. We end the podcast. And this was our last episode. Oh, I like that. I like Oh, So we're done now. Yeah, so goodbye. We end it without Thanks Andrew Thanks for here. listening. 
Uh, Ron is aggressively nodding. No? Yes, he All seems right. well, to like okay. this. If we do another one, then I guess we can go outside. But I want no, everyone he's to... No, he's nodding. Yes, oh, he's into this. Ron's left the studio. <laughs> yeah, he's already gone. It's just a cigarette burning in an ashtray. <laughs> it's just a pair of glasses and a cigarette in the air? Yeah. All right, well, maybe we'll get outside. Maybe we'll end the podcast. I don't know. But in the meantime, it's Ben's favorite yeah, part Yeah, I'm going to say it's my night. It's my night. Play us out, Charlie.